0: Welcome to the Courage Matters podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. Poor health and fitness will negatively affect all areas of life. Michael shares insight on what it was like being diagnosed with cancer and how it made him view this area of life in a completely different way. You will be inspired to make new changes in your life and take your health and fitness to another level. Here's episode 12 of the 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to day twelve of the Thirty Days of Crushing Goals podcast. Michael Anthony is here, and today we are talking all about health and fitness. Aaron, it's
1: great to be with you, man. Let's talk about health and fitness. Day twelve already? I can't
0: believe podcast. it. unbelievable, man. Can't believe it. it's been it's been great so far. We hope that you mm-hmm. guys are enjoying it, and if you haven't already, go ahead check back on the other twelve episodes that we've released. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'd be good. Yeah, and uh, we'd love to hear your input on uh, how, they, how they're impacting you,
1: things you'd like to hear us talk about in future podcast episodes. All the content is really uh, stuff that comes as a result of interacting with people just like you. So the more you tell us, the more we can give you. And it becomes a synergistic thing. So... health and fitness man let's talk about health and fitness
0: yeah such an important part of your life and i know you especially it's been such a huge part of your life you're a cancer survivor Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about what uh exactly happened uh when you did get diagnosed why do you think Mm -hmm. it happened how did it happen what kind of season in life were you in yeah boy that's uh
1: you threw a curveball at me
0: on that one um
1: It was not a great time of life. I was burning the candle at both ends, not getting much sleep. I remember sitting down at the dining table, not because my wife wasn't cooking good meals, but because I wasn't eating the stuff that was good that she was cooking. And I remember actually thinking before I got sick, it was before I got cancer, had a softball sized tumor in my chest. I had uh, lymphoma Hmm. and um, thinking, I could not remember the last time when I had eaten a vegetable. Wow! I could not remember. Why? Why was that? Because I was eating comfort food, which creates discomfort. You know, there's nothing comforting really in the long run about comfort food. <laughs> I was eating. I was burning the candle at both ends um, and uh, really working hard at um, what we were doing. We were doing a startup venture, and uh, thankfully, I'm 11 years cancer-free. It's great now, coming up on 11 years. And so uh, when I was burning the candle at both ends, I didn't have time to do what? To eat healthy meals, to slow down long enough to eat a healthy meal. And when you choose comfort food over your long-term agenda in your health and fitness, you're gonna experience discomfort. And I Mm -hmm. did. So burning the candle at both ends, your body becomes very acidic. You throw off your body's pH and and an acidic environment the comfort foods, fast foods, uh, junk foods, they provide an immediate high. It's, it's like a drug, it hmm. really is. It causes your body to to crave it more, so you eat it more and you crave it more, it becomes this vicious cycle. All that stuff does is it creates a very a toxic environment which is conducive for cancer. It is, so I, was, I was a cancer patient just waiting to happen. Hmm. So it, it throws off your body's pH, it um, you you become addicted to the food there are definitely food addictions which we know they're they're real everybody Uh, some of you might be dealing with some of those and um, I got a huge softball sized tumor I had gone to the doctor the first time um, an urgent care facility for a really bad cough and um, they gave me some medication misdiagnosed me they thought it was a swollen lymph node because I had uh, I think it was in my neck some uh, enlarged or whatever but then um, my left hand grew to about 25 percent larger in size over the next couple of days wow and it became really spongy and my cough came back with a vengeance because they had given me some cough stuff and i knew something serious was going on went back on friday and that's when they put the x-ray up i said oh is that my heart they said no that's not your heart your heart's over here what's that the guy had tears in his eyes he said that actually is a very large tumor Wow. You need to get to the ER immediately. So that was the beginning of my journey. One of the reasons why health and fitness, you might say, well, that's a no-brainer. But uh, it's one of the reasons why that's one of the seven areas of life. Relationships, your spiritual life, health and fitness, really, really important.
0: Right. And that's something that it, it makes me think of the way that I currently live my life, too, because of in a season right now where it's 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 busy mm-hmm. with everything that you're trying to juggle and you don't always have mm-hmm. the time to sit down and have a good healthy meal and, and you're a hard worker right you're a hard worker well, you're very dedicated so you have a high standard and it's it's hard to fit in like you just think I just need to eat so I'm just you eat junk food you eat stuff that's fast simple whatever mm-hmm. late night I like get it, it's hard to fit in that that good diet you have to you absolutely have to be intentional by how you're eating when you're eating um and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i say all that to say your journey is interesting because i feel like a lot of people think that'll never happen to me or Mm -hmm. i'll i'll never get cancer or it's such uh it's off in the distance and they Mm -hmm. live in the here and now like i live in the here and now i i eat what Mm -hmm. i want to eat and don't really have a schedule or mm-hmm. a healthy diet, but it absolutely could happen to me. It could happen to anyone. Anybody. So explain what was going through your mind when you first received that diagnosis. Did you? Hmm. Did it make you think twice of how you were eating, how you were oh, working I, out, lack thereof? Wasn't a surprise to me in that regard. Um,
1: I felt like when they put that X-ray up on the light box and he said, that's not your heart, your heart's over here this is a very large tumor. It was like an out-of-body experience in that I was like watching what was going on. You know, I don't know if you've ever been around a firearm mm-hmm. when it's been shot and you weren't wearing ear protection mm-hmm. where your ears are ringing and everything gets really dull, the sound gets really dulled. That's what that was, kind of felt like for me. <laughs> and then I drove myself to the ER, called up my wife immediately and, and drove over to the ER and that began a journey um that was really transformative and i realized that there is no uh, this is why you know one of the things we do with the legacy blueprint is help you under, help you understand as you evaluate has my life become imbalanced hmm. in this area have i prioritized this area of my life at the expense of another area and the area that i was prioritizing was my career
0: hmm.
1: I was prioritizing my career which is the next area we're going to talk about in terms of goal setting and what, what did i sacrifice health and fitness. And so you realize very quickly, man, if I, if I sacrifice my health and my fitness, that's going to affect every other area of my life. And that's one of the the things that we emphasize again and again in the Courageous Life Planning System. It's that each of the seven areas of life has a dynamic and direct effect on the other six. That's why balance and success in each one of those areas and the goals that you achieve, the goals that you set is absolutely vital. Because if you're out of whack in one area, I'll tell you what, you are feeling it in the other six areas. Mm-hmm. You might not want to acknowledge it or maybe to the extent that you need to acknowledge it, but you are and you will be feeling the effect of being imbalanced in that area. And and that was me with the health and fitness, not mm-hmm. exercising. right. Not, I was not sleep, got not getting enough sleep, so my body wasn't repairing itself. Not eating the right food so my body didn't even have stuff to repair itself with. And um, stress level hmm. through the roof because you're not getting enough sleep, you're not eating right and you're not exercising. Who's got time for that? right? <laughs> and, and you know, human doing, right? That's a perfect example of a human doing, right? Uh, crazy. Uh, so that that's that's why I, I am passionate about each of the seven areas of life, because, again, you know, it's things I've learned from my own failures. Right. But hopefully to get other people to get you to be passionate about this
0: area of your life as well. For sure. So someone said something to you at some point, hey, something about diet and exercise, <laughs> What did they say and why did that make such a big lasting impact? I know it made an impact on your life, but what did they say and why did it have an impact?
1: Janet and I were with another couple and a couple of other couples and we were talking about our special way that we eat, how we prioritize what we eat. And this guy who was older than me said, oh... He goes, I don't even bother about that. He goes, I don't even worry about that. I just eat whatever I want. I'm going to die anyway. He are going die anyway. What difference does it make? And that's an attitude that a lot of people have. In fact, yeah. a, a lot of Christians and, and spiritual people can have that attitude as well because they think, hey, what difference does it matter? I'm going to get a glorified body. Uh, it's going to look way better than this one. And um, who cares, right? Well, here's why you should care. Because if you don't eat right and you don't exercise and you don't get enough sleep and you don't drink enough clean water, by the way, this is in a Dasani bottle, but this is alkalinized water that I'm drinking right now through our own filtration system Uh, and alkalinized water. There's some debate over that, but that's the side of the fence that I've landed on on that. And I'm comfortable with it. (laughs) you can do your own research and uh, determine what you need to do for your own health. But people don't think about this. If you don't eat right, if you don't exercise, if you allow your body to become acidic and out of balance, if you don't drink enough clean water, your body is not going to be able to be as healthy as it should be, as it could be. You're not optimizing it. And by the way, for those of you who are Christians, you're not glorifying God with your body. You're hmm. not taking care of, in a good stewardship uh, means, you're not taking care of the only body you're going to have this side of forever. And therefore, you actually could get sick, You could die prematurely. We're all going to die. The question is, how soon might you die? Um, Could you be bringing upon yourself a disease that you otherwise could have avoided if only you ate better, if only you exercised, if only you got more sleep? Are you feeling convicted at this point yet? If you drank more water, (laughs) more clean water? Or maybe you won't die from it, but maybe you will have a inconvenience in your life that could have been avoided if only you had taken care of your body health and fitness so again shallow thinking always leads to shallow answers and shallow results deep thinking always leads you to deep answers that are long-term right We, we we talk about the millionaire mindset we've done that before Uh, The primary characteristic of a millionaire is long-term. They have a a, a vision and a passion on their long-term goals, right? And they don't think about, well, how am I going to get money to put in my car today? How am I going to pay my mortgage in a week? They think about things in terms of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And coincidentally, they happen to be millionaires. No, I don't think there's a coincidence (laughs) at all to that. And by the way, this is needs to be true in your own life, developing a long-term mentality toward your own life. It's really, really important because when you slow down long enough to eat well, when you slow down long enough to realize, hey, even though I'm going to sleep and get seven hours, eight hours tonight, and I feel like I don't have time, you're going to get that back with a greater mental focus, with a greater rest. You're going to get that back in, in so many ways that's gonna be so, so helpful that you're gonna to begin to realize I can't afford not to slow down in the immediate sense so that I can continue to move forward at a steady pace. Right. Because it's about momentum. And if you don't have a steady pace, momentum approach to your life, you're gonna sit down in the middle of the road at some point when you probably could have avoided having to do that. Right. Because you just didn't, you know people don't plan to fail they fail to plan, and one of the ways that happens is they don't have a long term mentality.
0: Yeah. So, what was the road like, the journey back to um, through being diagnosed with cancer and fighting mm. cancer, now being a cancer survivor? What did that journey look like? Mm. Um, obviously, you needed to make some make some changes in your in your life. The way that you were. Um, drastic changes. Eating, exercising, I know that there's a one point that you could barely do, what was it, three minutes? No. three seconds? 15 seconds. 15 seconds on an elliptical?
1: I could not do 15 seconds on an elliptical machine. No kidding. Hmm. 15 seconds, and it took me three months to work up to doing a minute. Wow. And uh, about a year later, I was doing 14 minutes.
0: Wow, that's great.
1: Um, straight hard all out, um, high intensity training, you know, um, uh, interval training all out for 15, 20 seconds and then steady pace for 10 seconds and then all out again for 15, 20 seconds. So it took me a long time to gear up to that because, um, the chemotherapy had affected my lungs, um, deeply, seriously. And, uh, there's even, we think that we've, I've, 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 come down with some permanent lung damage as a result of what I experienced between that and the radiation. Hmm. So it was terrible, man. I mean, the radiation itself, I likened it to this, the radiation for the uh, lymphoma that I had was nasty. And um, I have scars on my right hand because of it. But um, when I would get the chemotherapy, it was like, I I likened it to feeling like I some, like uh, somebody was on my shoulders, I was wearing 25 pound ankle weights. I felt compressed, like I had the flu, and um, I was seasick hmm. all at the same time. That's what I felt like. It was terrible. So the road back was a very difficult one, but you know, setbacks pave the way for comebacks. That's what a setback is. That's a great way to look at your own right. setbacks. They pave the way for comebacks. So. Um, and I tell my boys this all all the time. The best way to get in shape is not to not get out of shape in the first place. The best way to get in shape is not to get out of shape in the first place. So it's it's what you eat, it's what you drink, it's how you sleep, it's whether or not you keep moving. You know, exercise. It's huge.
0: Right. So I think that there's no doubt that you've asked during that journey. You've asked yourself a lot of questions. Mm What are some questions that people can be asking to maybe evaluate their current health and fitness? Or maybe they are going through the same struggle. Maybe they did just get a diagnosis. And they're wondering, how the heck do I fight this and get Mm -hmm. through this? What are some questions that people should be Mm -hmm. asking to evaluate where they're currently at? That's a
1: good question about the questions. I, I think all change begins with evaluating where you are right now. So, again, in order to move forward, you have to look backward. So you should evaluate where you are right now, your, your health and your fitness state. And I'm, I'm looking here because this is an excerpt from the Legacy Blueprint where we ask these kinds of questions. You get to ask yourself, get to evaluate where you are so you can move forward. But you need to first define what is your ideal health and fitness state? What, what does ideal health and fitness look like for you? And it's amazing how, how rarely we do that. If you don't know what you're aiming at, You can't hit that target or if you do it's just coincidence But what we're trying to do is help you um, make a habit out of succeeding make a habit out of succeeding success is when opportunity meets preparation so when opportunity meets preparation you have success so if you're prepared and you have an opportunity by evaluating you're increasing your chances of success so some of the questions my ideal healthy and fit state what do you believe Are the components of great health you need to answer that for yourself what do you you think are the components of great health if your health and fitness were the best way they could be or if they were the best that they could be what would that look like answer that question right and then your body image here's a body image a couple of questions to what extent do you believe the following about yourself and they're one to ten questions because i think they're they're better than yes and no questions because they help you understand Uh, Boy, I have a lot to improve, a little to improve. So body image questions. To what extent do you believe the following about yourself? I love the way I look and feel most of the time. One to ten. How would you answer that? Hmm. Number two, my energy level is usually high. One to ten. Number three, my happiness and daily routines are rarely affected by my health. That's a great question. That just is, are you in crisis? Because you can be in denial and be in crisis all along. Hmm. So by asking that question, my happiness and my daily routines are rarely affected by my health. Would you say yes, ten rarely affected, or one? Not a, you know they're they're uh, affected deeply. And then you know one of the things that you can do is this idea of stretching the comfort zone, getting out of your comfort zone. And this is again in the legacy blueprint as well, but. Have I become apathetic about my health and fitness? How do I need to stretch myself in order to be as healthy and as fit as I can possibly be? Because they're great kinds of evaluative questions yeah. that help you, as you're you're looking at your present state, you're looking at your past state, your your life up to this point, can help you begin to move forward. And then um, it's important, I think, to take healthy measurements. Like usually what we what we look at when it comes to healthy health and fitness how much do i weigh right um and what else do you look at maybe body fat how long can i do an aerobic workout how many miles can i run if you're a runner how long can i um, run on a treadmill my elliptical how long is my workout how much weight can i lift okay those are some of the questions that we ask but I actually have gone through a, a, a series of things here like chronological chronological age. Your chronological age is the actual age you are in years, like however, however long it's been since your birthday. Uh, but then there's also, there's not just your chronological age, I'm scrolling down here, there's your your metabolic age, which people don't realize. Your metabolic age is, it's used these days, it's, it's uh, more of a buzz, but in an appropriate way. It's more of... How old is your body based on your your exercise, your sleep, your intake of water, your genuine health? Hmm. And you can have a discrepancy between your metabolic age and your chronological age. What you want is a metabolic age that is equal to or ideally younger than your chronological age. If it's reversed, that's an indication that you're... You're out of kilter right you're not in an optimum state how does someone find that out well i have a scale that i got uh, online and you can get them on amazon they're not even that expensive and you might say oh that's that's quackery well it, <laughs> helped, it has helped me tremendously uh, i think it was between 20 and 30 bucks and there's an app that comes with it and there are a variety of them out there today there's probably even better ones now than when i got mine a couple of years ago and you stand on it. It doesn't just tell you your weight. It tells you your body fat percentage. It, it gives you your metabolic age because you put in your, your, your information. Right. It tells you much more than your weight, um, your, your muscle mass. It tells you your bone mass, your body mass index. And somebody might say, well, that's, how can that possibly be accurate? Well, I'll tell you what it's doing. It's helping me Decrease my body fat percentage as well as my weight. Look at be really cognizant of my metabolic age. The, I mean, the truest way is to go see your healthcare prof, uh, professional and to get measured for these things. But in the meantime, you, know, you can get measured, you know, once a year, all right. these areas. In the meantime, go out and get a scale. Compare that to what your doctor says, right, or your healthcare professional. But get a scale, and it, it helps you. It becomes an accountability tool. You understand? Becomes an accountability tool. Instead of just measuring my health by how much I weigh, you know, you can be the you can be the ideal body weight and be a very unhealthy person. You can be eating uh, a deprived diet, a nutrient deficient diet, and not drinking enough water. You could actually be dehydrated
0: hmm.
1: and be the right body weight. So, body weight is just one of the multiple components that you should be using when it comes to being a healthy person and, and being fit. Right. And, and by the way, the, the difference in an aerobic workout three times a week versus four times a week is significantly different. I mean, the impact is exponentially different. They've done, done studies where they said it can, it, the difference between working out vigorously three times a week versus working out four times vigorously a week in the longevity of your life adds up in years. Wow. Just by adding one workout a week. Wow. And, and so you might think you're healthy, but you might not be as healthy. As you could be, and this all fits into that whole idea of best version of me. Right. How do I unleash my potential? How do I become better? So the light bulb should be going off for people. just get blown. This is because you start to say, wait a second, you mean to tell me that if I added one extra, I'm working out three times a week, I have one extra 20-minute workout to my my week, and that's gonna give me three to five to eight years more of my life statistically. Would you be interested in doing that? Heck, yeah. Spend more time with your spouse. Maybe you might not want to do that. I don't know. More time with your children, your grandchildren. Be more productive in society. Um, Live a better quality of life. I mean, that's really what it's about, better quality of life. So these are examples. And in the Legacy Blueprint, there's an area for you to actually write out your current metabolic age. Your resting pulse your blood pressure your cholesterol your weight your body mass index or your bmi your body fat level your body water level your skeletal muscle your muscle mass your bone mass your protein your basal metabolic rate and people are just being, man just blew my mind what is all, all that stuff this is all stuff that i became conscious of became i didn't even know this stuff existed did you know right. this stuff no, existed? At all. you're listening right here, what you know how i became aware that this stuff has even existed or that it should be something that i should measure and that i can measure my 20 some dollar scale <laughs> that I got on Amazon. Yeah. That's how that happened. That's that's how that happened. So so yeah. one idea can change your life dramatically. And it's about, you think about how, man, I can become so much more balanced in just this health area right. of my life. Just, the, just this health area of my life. And so these are some of the, the things that you can focus on hmm. and uh, you can evaluate where you are. You know, and and one of the things you could do is you could ask three to five people, three to five of your best friends, "Hey, how healthy and fit do you think I am? Um, you see what I eat. A lot of times, you see how I sleep, you see whether I exercise. How healthy and fit do you think I am? And and ask them to be brutally honest with you, and brace yourself. Yeah, because the answer might not be what you think it is.
0: Yeah. No, and it's, again, all of this is to just help you move forward and to prevent serious health conditions from happening. Because, again, it it can happen to anyone, especially Mm -hmm. if you're not paying attention to your habits and how you're exercising and what you're eating and what you're putting into your body. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's... There's tons of preservatives and everything that is just goes into our food nowadays that we don't even yeah. consider and think about. So mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said about your diet and exercising and mm-hmm. just making time mm-hmm. to take care of your body. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, we have those idiot lights on our cars, right?
1: <laughs> lights on, hey, don't be an idiot, get this fixed. And check engine lights on, right? right. Brake light, something's wrong with your brake. Your tire sensors, you're like, new cars. You're like a half a pound underinflated. It's got to tell you, and you got to drive around. Would I have a flat tire? No, you're half a pound under. Um, But those lights are there preventatively, right? To tell you preventatively, hey, you need to do something about this because what started off as a small leak could become a big leak, could cause your car not to steer properly, and if you don't steer properly, you're going to you've got the potential of going off the road, veering into somebody, all kinds of stuff. So. We pay attention to those things in our cars, at least most of the time we do that, right? We pay attention to those things, but often we think that when it comes to our bodies, we can get away with taking a shortcut. Hmm. If you ignore your health and fitness, you're gonna pay a price and take it from me. I paid a price. I think, you know, lymphoma, they say, is in often cases, not all the time, not all the time. What did I just say? Not all the time. Don't (laughs) send us an email and say, hey, you were wrong about this lymphoma is often associated with lifestyle issues like it can be a lifestyle induced at least this is one of the theories and i wonder about that myself knowing the way i was living it's a it can be a lifestyle induced sickness heart mm-hmm. disease stop eating that high fat intake they have studies out now links between a high fat low exercise lifestyle and cancer your incidences of cancer so and stuff's huge in, in being what? In being balanced, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to pay attention to your body. What's it telling you? And it's all about a long-term perspective. I bet you're going to make some changes. Now you're going to start making some changes. 100%. Now. Because it's all about momentum. It's yeah. all about you You want to keep that momentum going forward. And and you're a high-energy person. I'm a high-energy person. You're a high-productivity high people. We can't afford, hmm. you can't afford not to eat right, not to get some sleep now so that you can function optimally tomorrow. And then it's all that seven-day revolution, which we talked about, right? You don't need to focus on overhauling your entire life. And oh my gosh, what do I start? Just do it today, and then do it again tomorrow. Do it again the day after. Do it for seven days. Just do it for seven days. Make a commitment for seven days. And on the eighth day, recommit yourself to another seven days. Eating healthy, going to bed at the right time, getting up at the right time, drinking Mm -hmm. clean, fresh water, right? exercising now four times a week, not three times a week like we're talking about. Just make a commitment one day at a time for seven days. Your seven day revolution will be on. And then as you do that, right? Like I feel it when I don't eat right. I feel it when I don't drink enough water, yeah. right? I feel it when when I'm not sleeping enough, you feel it. And, and when you're working out and you get into that groove, now what do, what do you do for working out? What kind of workout do you do?
0: I do like a high intensity interval training. during the winter anyways during the summer spend a lot more time running and more body weight stuff yeah
1: and when you're in a routine and then you don't do it you miss it don't you Mm -hmm. that's what it's about it's about developing a great habit so if you do that seven day revolution in anything in your life and you repeat it for you know seven days same thing seven days on the eighth day make a commitment to another seven days you do that for eight or nine weeks you just develop the habit right and, and that's what you want. You want ruts in your life, good ruts that keep you in the lane, that keep you moving forward and keep that momentum going. So health and fitness is a great way, everybody.
0: It's it's and huge. It's important. huge. And you mentioned balance. And I'm super excited that we break down all of these different seven areas of life because it's not that one yeah. is more important than the other. They're all important. But it's all important and it's balancing. So yeah. next episode, we're actually going to be talking about career, your which career. you you mentioned at the beginning here that Maybe your career aspect was a little off balanced Mm -hmm. and that's why it was lacking in your health and fitness. So super excited to jump in tomorrow with you as we explore career and what does it mean to have a balanced career Mm -hmm. and not. Yeah. And a career you're passionate about. Right. Yeah.
1: Super important. Glad to be with you, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode and let us know how these are helping you, encouraging you. Send us an email info at Courage Matters com, And uh, who knows, maybe a question or comment that you make will be something that we devote a whole podcast episode to. Wouldn't that be cool? And we'll give you a shout out too, if you want, unless you want to be anonymous.
0: So, <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. Man. Looking forward to it. Great. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast, along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life planning system, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.